0: hello and welcome to the wise guys podcast I'm your host Brady Fitzgerald joined as always by my co-host Chris
1: guys doing
0: I, I, the comments are already worried about you Chris they're telling you to take day quote.
1: I've got a I've got a case of the sneezles right now uh, it was very poor timing I haven't sneezed all day uh, I just ripped off three of them for anyone who's in the stream
0: hopefully hopefully
1: that's actually hopefully started that's the it. show. I think that's it, but I got I got my tissues here just in case, and I'll just have to just have to mute myself and turn away. Flu game. <laughs> Again, yeah. yeah, it's the flu game. I've had I've had I've been feeling worse on podcasts before, Glee Friday ones.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, well, we have a ton to talk about, Chris. And actually, let's start it off. We'll start off with the masters since we started that on Tuesday or on Thursday. We we started we got to see the first round before the pod started. Um and come Saturday, the main the main thing I could take away is that Brooks Keppa Brooks Kepka just completely choked the lead.
1: He did. Um I mean he had the best player in the world breathing down his neck. Which is gonna affect anybody, even a guy like him who seems like he has no emotions at all. Um something I heard that was Kind of, It like sounded like a joke, but I don't know if it actually is, is that he got screwed by having to play, like, 30 holes of golf on Sunday because the weather shut down Saturday. They were only through, like, seven holes. So he played almost 30 holes on Sunday, and he doesn't like playing golf. Like, he gets bored. So having a guy who doesn't like to play golf have to play that much golf not he's gonna end up not doing so well, and that's exactly what happened. Boo! So I think there is don't like some merit.
0: Boo! You're you chose that like, as a profession, he... man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he
1: doesn't. He doesn't like playing in tournaments that aren't majors because like they don't they just don't do it for him. He can't get up for him. But he likes the Masters. Uh, I was I haven't seen him. I guess he's been on the Live Tour, so I haven't really seen much of him. But I thought that he had kind of fallen off, but. Uh, he looks like he's back to where he was a couple years ago when he was winning major championships. Rom, like, once Rom took the lead, it was, you pretty much knew that he was not going to give it up. I mean, he's the best player in the, war, in the world right now. Yeah,
0: Rom took the lead from him. Ended up, that was pretty, after he took the lead, you said, you're right, he, there was no one else sniffing him. And clinched it on Sunday. So, the rain delay... It, there was a couple videos of trees falling. There was uh, some nasty weather on Saturday. And does it normally end on Sundays? The Masters? Okay. All right. All right. So it was planned to be, be on Sunday anyways, I guess. the
1: Yeah, but they had to play way more golf.
0: Uh, it so sucks for all those golfers. There's all those golfers. Man, <laughs> Must suck to have to play golf. Um, yeah, it's a real, real bummer. So... Another couple highlights. Tiger made the cut. He didn't play after Saturday, though. He exited out of the it tournament. It was true. Um, he just you know. It's almost
1: like he went out there to like prove a point.
0: Like I can still make the cut. You
1: could tell that he was that he was ailing. But went out there, proved he could still make the cut, and then, all right, I gotta. I'm gonna kill myself. if I play two more <laughs> rounds of golf here. <laughs> uh, so hopefully next next year when he pulls up to. Gusta he'll be a little bit better shape, injury wise, but we'll we'll see. He's the Tin no, Man. It's, it's like we we said it last time. It's it's getting tough to watch.
0: Yeah, him staggering up and down those holes. Uh, but congrats to to John Rom, and I guess any other. I mean, I didn't I didn't get to watch too much of it. I watched uh, as much as I could, but you know, it was Easter Sunday. I was I was preoccupied.
1: Sunday, like the last I had it on, I um, was up a couple strokes, and then when I checked again, like Mickelson was all of a sudden in second place. And I was like, "What the hell is going on? Like, where did Phil come from?" But um, that's he made himself a lot of money. Out to him. Yeah, um, I saw
0: that. He was in like the top three right at the end.
1: Yeah, he shot seven under on the final day, which was, ought would be the best round that anyone had. Sunday. Oh, so, yeah. good for him. Good for Phil.
0: Alright, well, is that it? That's all we got? That's all I got. Alright, something I did watch Saturday night. It was UFC uh, 287th. I, I'm guessing that just means like that's just the number that they're on now. But it was Piera versus Adiasenia? Anyways, this is apparently the third time. I got some... Shout out to Walker, who's in the comments right now. I got some insight from him of how how much this fight means to them? They fought three times now, and Adesanya has beaten hit beaten Piera now three times in a row. Uh, it was they they look like they wanted to murder each other before the match even started. The, the first of all, it was a double main card, so the the act this fight started at twelve thirty a.m. So that was cool. Thanks thanks UFC for what that. is a
1: double main card?
0: They like had like another since one of the guys in the the round before was from Miami and it was his last fight so they oh. they decided to have it as that at midnight and then the the actual main fight at 12:30 that guy lost oh
1: okay
0: he he lost That's in him. his final fight and then they didn't give any props to the winner and just Interviewed the guy who retired. It was kind of sad. It was kind of like when LeBron broke the scoring record and no one cared about OKC actually winning the game. Oh yeah, right. But, anyways, uh, it was it was. I love watching the UFC fights, just seeing all the people that were there. Um. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the comments right now. So, I was wrong. Pierre won three times, and then now, Izzy is the first name of the other guy. He got his first win. It was a knockout. He looked like right at the end. So it was a close match pretty much the whole time. Right at the end, uh, Izzy, I'm going to call him by that because I can actually pronounce that. Izzy was getting hammered by Piera. And all of a sudden, he's up against the net just getting clocked. And just two nice right hooks to the face. Knocks down Piera. Literally slumped to the ground it was a uh, it was cool to see him celebrate afterwards he he It was just so so disrespectful. He's literally laying on the ground and he does like the the bow and arrow in his face. If you saw our advertisement for the episode, that was the picture that I used because I thought it was that badass and that cool um and then afterwards, after all that's done, he's he's like walking around the ring and fake knocks himself out, just like lands on the floor and lays. And that was apparently some little kid. What? So that that was so that was another part of the celebration. And he stood, he stands up <laughs> afterwards and like starts yelling something. And apparently, a kid a couple of years ago, after he got knocked out, did that. It did that same like did the little fake knockout at him. So he was just bringing back the beef from a couple of years ago with a little kid, which was pretty funny.
1: Team a little kid.
0: Yep. Yeah, just beefing with the little kid. But, anyways, uh, it was cool to see the celebrities there. It's always cool to see who comes. Mr. Mr. Donald Trump was there. Uh, that got a lot of headlines, considering he has what facing 137 years in jail. So,
1: you say that again. He cut out. Uh, can you hear me now? Is it clear? Yeah, it's fine now. Uh, I said just uh after you said Trump, I didn't hear.
0: So, it was funny to see Donald Trump there, considering he's facing 137 years in prison uh i guess he got freed the fast way didn't even have to go to court or anything rich people never get in jail anyways but that's a discussion for another time um you didn't watch we can't really go back and forth a lot but that's all right it was a fun fun ufc match and it got me into ufc a little bit um i'm still not gonna keep track of everyone who fights because there's a million guys but those main cards like that i will uh i'll definitely keep an eye on now on.
1: is it like a title fight or anything Just like a big
0: Walker, help me out in the comments if you're listening still. Let me know if it was a title (laughs) fight and we'll we'll come back to it. But anyways, we still have a ton to get through. We have some NFL news. As you can see behind me, we have the trifecta of quarterbacks that are getting the headlines. Bryce Young, Lamar Jackson, and still not a jet Aaron Rodgers. Um so the first first bit of news, Odell Beckham signed. On Easter Sunday with the Baltimore Ravens, he signs a $18 million co- year contract. Um, I, Good for them, I guess. Congrats. Not, not a very
1: Ravens move, is it? But, uh, get a wide receiver. He's probably the best receiver that's played on this team, like maybe ever. He the is- only other guy I can think of is like old-ass Steve Smith and old-ass Anquan Bolton. We're yeah, both good. Sounds about and right. Now you're getting uh how old Odell is at this point, but he's definitely not Prime Odell.
0: The 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 thing with this that but like that would bother me if I'm a Ravens fan is now you're still looking for a wide receiver one, in my opinion. You're gonna roll out I mean, with he's he is the wide receiver one. He, he's not a good one. When he was on the Rams <laughs> he was good because he was the decoy to Cooper Cup. We yeah. have we seen I him have. Have we seen him been good since his
1: Giants the first three
0: Giants years?
1: No, oh, I mean he was good on the Rams. He wasn't, you're right. He's he's obviously out past being a superstar.
0: And the main the main aspect with this is clearly it was a pull to try to keep Lamar for another year, try to have him sign the tender, um, and then have this whole kit and caboodle the same thing next year. But when you're looking at it, they have Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Nelson Aguilar, and a bunch of other bums. And I still, like, there was a graphic. It was like, who's scared of this Ravens offense? And I'm not. Seems like every other Ravens offense we've seen over the past couple years. Bunch of mediocre wide receivers Hmm. and a good tight end. $18 is way too much money, in my opinion. I don't know who they were bidding against. Like, this is April. It was April 9th that this happened the the start of free agency was a month ago the 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 deals of eight eighteen 18 million dollar contracts happened a month ago so i don't know who they were betting against who they were bidding against and i guess great if it helps you keep lamar jackson you do it 10 times out of 10 but i i don't if i'm a ravens fan I mean, I'm happy you, you get to you get to hopefully have another year with Lamar, but you and you also you're right you do have the best ca- pass past catcher that Lamar's ever had, but I just I I don't see where this is still a great signing.
1: I mean, it's also a one year deal, so it's not like you're on the hook for years of guaranteed money or anything. So if you have the cap space to do it, like why not, right?
0: Yeah, and I get that. It's just. That 18 million, give it to Lamar. They gotta still sign him. It still has to happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. Clearly, it works with the rest of what they're doing. Because if they did add him, so I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting saga to see how it develops. Let's see if. And I, besides that, let's see if he stays on the court or the field, not the court. Let's see if he stays on the field. Because Lamar has been. We've talked about his his injury probes. And Odell is just – why he's right up there with injury-prone wide receivers.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and he's coming off of Horn ACL. So who knows if he's even the same player when he's on the field. Yeah. You know, like last we saw him was in the Super Bowl, right?
0: Yep. Yep. That was who the left? last we saw him. So
1: – I be- hope he's good. Like I, the NFL is better when Odell is good and like – I agree. He making a name for himself yeah. on the field, not off the field. Mm-hmm.
0: He is one of those players where it doesn't matter how how good or bad he ever plays, it's always like, oh, Odell Beckham. Watch out for Odell Beckham. Hmm.
1: But right. even when he's on the Browns and he was awful.
0: Yeah, I know. And people That was all will, Baker's fault. Yeah, of course. It was all Baker's fault. So let's uh let's see what happens with that. It it came out today that o- Odell signed with the ravens with intention of lamar being his quarterback uh so i guess they i mean i guess that's the move and as i said earlier if it's a move to get lamar you do it 10 times out of 10 so
1: yep that's right they're they're kind of like at the mercy right now where it's like anything they can do keep him they kind of have to do
0: yeah pretty much pretty much so other NFL news. Today, it came out. The Lions are trading Jeff Okuda to the Atlanta Hawks for a 2023 fifth-round pick. It It's kind of one of those moves where, so the Lions now have the sixth pick in the draft. Well, they they have the sixth pick in the draft. They they also have a later pick. I think it's the 18th or whatever. Can you hear me, by the way? It says I have no internet.
1: I got you now. You cut out for a little bit.
0: Damn it. All right. Can this stay on course for a minute, please? Um, what what'd you hear? Hear anything?
1: I heard the lines traded Jeff Acuda, and that was it.
0: All right, to the Falcons for a fifth round pick. From what I can gather on this transaction, because Jeff Acuda was the third overall pick in the twenty twenty draft. Um, he he was a pretty decent, productive player. And, it but first couple of years, injuries, uh, didn't stay on the field. He It's his last year of his contract. So, that's probably, like, that's my indication of why they traded him. And for me, I mean, I guess you trade him, you don't have to pay him next year, and you have the sixth pick where now it's slotted that you're probably going to take a cornerback. But, in my opinion, I mean, the Falcons kind of just stole him from him. I absolutely stole him. Uh, I would have loved Jeff Okuda on the Pats. I don't know who, like, I didn't know that there was any rumors that he was getting traded. It just kind of feel like it came out of nowhere. And now the Falcons really have a great, great secondary to work with, uh, boosting up that defense. And as we said the last pod, we we like what they're doing. They're, they're making the right moves. They are trading for the right players. And I, I want to see, I hopefully, because I like Jeff Okuda. I liked him coming out of college. Hopefully, this is the right spot for
1: him. Yeah, I don't, like... reading now that it was no surprise that he was moved by the Lions. Uh, It was a surprise to me. I didn't know, obviously, that he was, like, on the block, and I really didn't know that his trade value was as low as a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Um, I guess we haven't heard much from him because he hasn't really been on the field that mm-hmm. much. Uh, but when he's on the field, I... At least my of it was that he was a really really good player that like was that something that i made up in my head
0: no and i that's a that's a good point i mean let's i'm gonna look up his stats to see if we are wrong because that's that was my mindset too that he was a pretty solid cornerback and that there was there's a lot of upside with him still so in his career, he's only been able to play does it say play game plays? Alright, give me a sec. I'm pulling up the whole thing. All right. So in his career, I mean, he's had 120 total ta- 124 total tackles. He's got a touchdown. He's only has two picks. So I guess maybe the production's not too much there. But uh I I don't know. I thought he was a solid corner. And I, I'm trying to see how many games did he play. All
1: right, all right, all right. He played so, 15 last year. So he played 15 then last 2020, year in the 2021.
0: Yeah, 2020 and 2021, he played a combined 10, 10, games. So I can see moving off him. Clearly, they don't want to pay his contract. Whatever. When was he drafted? Do.
1: 2020. Is it 2020? Yeah. I swear, I remember him being on the field more. Yeah, I guess cuz the lines are so irrelevant that like none of us even realized. that <laughs> we just like saw he's always a number 3 pick and like heard a couple good things about him where we like, okay, I guess he's he's a solid player.
0: Well, I mean, I it's funny with the with the uh like cornerback stats, you really got to look at his his passer rating against him. You got to look at like his pa- is the the percentage of throws to him and that I just don't have pulled up right now but anyways interceptions
1: like don't always tell the whole story
0: yeah because they're like jc jackson great interception machine but lets up a bunch of yards so there's one
1: also like cornerbacks that get the most interceptions are often the ones that are being targeted the most yep because they're bad so sometimes it's even a deceptive stat If you so, like the Darrell Revis. Oh, Revis was just not targeted.
0: Yeah, no one ever wanted to have like great
1: interception numbers.
0: Okay, so right now I have some better stats to compare him. Uh, his solo tackles was tied for ninth in the league. His interceptions was tied for 41st. 40, 40 Ta- targets was tied for 54th and yards allowed or receptions allowed was tied for 50th. So I guess, I guess he's not that good. But there's still a lot of yeah, upside to him. He's still 24 years old um, and has a lot to develop. I, I, as I said earlier, the Falcons have now had – this has been their offseason so far. They've signed Jesse Bates, Clayus Campbell, uh, David Atimata, a D-tackle, re-signed their right tackle, traded for Jeff Fakuda, traded for Johnny Smith, signed a linebacker, Taylor Heineke, Scotty Miller another corner and Mike Hughes, Mac Collins, and re-signed Lorenzo Carter and activated Eddie Goldman and have the 8th pick. So I like what they're doing. That's that's a good offseason if you're a Falcons fan and
1: they just yeah, need to find a quarterback. Yeah. If Ritter works out.
0: No, and that's that's what they're doing. Really? They're they're putting <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to not talk over you because it keeps cutting out. Can you hear me at all? Is that zero. Now. This is gonna be a brutal pod to end up. But anyways. It's bad. Anywho. Uh that's a great off season for them. As you said, they're putting the weapons around their quarterback where it's it's on him. It's on him. You you will you will know by the end of the season if Desmond Ritter is your guy or not. And that's really what you want in with a young quarterback like that.
1: And if not, you're either in a position where you have a top draft pick and you go get your guy, or I don't know what the free agent market's going to look like next year. Maybe Lamar's available again.
0: Yeah, maybe um, next year you're... is when they do their due diligence on Lamar or whatever.
1: Yeah. Or you move up in the draft, get your guy, but yeah, it's the the way to go is have that... In place where you can just fit a quarterback in. That they're coming into a good situation. A loud ass lawnmower. Can you hear I was that? gonna
0: yeah, I can. I was gonna say, is there like a brutal. It's a
1: lawnmower out there. I can't see it. A, I think it's next door. But yeah, apologies for the for the noise.
0: Oh, also update on the title fight it was a title fight between the two guys okay so that's cool all right next up devin white great linebacker oh, in my lawn pro bowl linebacker. <laughs> um here he comes god yeah he's just going right in there
1: he's right outside my window he should be gone pretty soon
0: this is going to be a perfect podcast for people to listen to just this is a great podcasting cuts every He's got a every cigar minute hanging out of his mouth. Oh, look at him go.
1: <laughs> it's cranking.
0: Here, before we go to Devin Bush, since the lawn mower did interrupt us. I love mowing the lawn. I think people complain oh. about mow. Yeah, oh yeah. Mowing the lawn's fun. It's like it's satisfying, but I wouldn't say that I'd like doing it
1: necessarily.
0: One summer, there was this person in the neighborhood who was like in the midst of moving and, like, their house was empty. They just needed the lawn cut. I-, I used to love going down there, getting 25 bucks to mow the... Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> 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 this is terrible. It's right out front. It's... I had no way of knowing. Yeah, he should have given up. you a
0: schedule. Oh, seriously. Um, anyways, I love lawn mowing. But, more importantly, Devin Bush requested a trade 25-year-old linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a Pro Bowler. Uh he's coming up on his 5th year option and he wants out. I I could see why. I mean, they have Baker Mayfield starting at quarterback. Uh they're kind of in that no man's land where they have a bunch of vets still and a bunch of guys who was on the Super Bowl team but not without any Super Bowl hopes, really. So I I mean, he should be a A big market for there should be a big market for him to be traded, and I I want him on the Pats. Let's get him on the Pats.
1: Did you say Bush? No, Devin White. White. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got confused. I was looking at the wrong Devin, but um, yeah. I mean, I agree. This Bucks team, like, like they sold out for a Super Bowl now, like, last year they were left with remnants of Tom Brady and this team that was just kind of pieced together. Mm-hmm. So I would want out as well.
0: Yeah, and, like, he got his Super Bowl. They they sold out for a Super mm-hmm. Bowl and it worked. Um, but now, now they're kind of in the Rams territory where you're kind of stuck in no yep. man's land. Uh, they pieced together. I don't know why they didn't just, like, start Trask or... Or get a rookie quarterback, but sure, go with Baker.
1: Um, and you never know, Trask could win that job. But I mean in Baker is not a great sign, I don't think. No, not at all. Doesn't show a lot of confidence. <laughs> you trust
0: Trask? In Trask. Yeah, it does not. But, anyways, uh, the big market for him. There should be a lot of teams gunning to get him, and i you always I, say
1: that but will there be i would i don't see why not i would like, too but if he goes i don't know like i nfl is just so confusing to me i can never i feel like i'm always wrong about what the value of a player is
0: oh i know Like we like, saw
1: today with okuda mm-hmm. it's like he's not worth a second rounder
0: or a third Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I would see like my prediction is he doesn't go anything less than a second round pick. And I'd be like I I think he's a first round talent. Like I would be if they traded the fourteenth overall pick tomorrow for him, I'd be okay with it. So I don't know. But let's see, maybe he'll get he'll get traded to some feisty team for like a fourth round pick or something. But you're right. The value in the NFL is weird. It's not like the NBA where it's like, well, we know this guy's gonna be four first round picks and whatever. And that's I mean, there's multiple rounds in the draft compared to the NBA and less uh it's like it's not as game changing, but he is a game changing linebacker. He he fortifies your linebacking crew, you don't need anyone else really. And uh w let's see him let's see him on a on a good team. That's I would take him. Yeah. Yeah, trade shadow and a and a second.
1: Sure. Although we need to stockpile assets in case we need to move up in the draft next year. Or for Lamar. For
0: Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. And then that's that's kind of that's kind of what I got for the NFLs this this news cycle. A lot of came out today. Um. Also, I guess there's there was a report yesterday that six teams are required or have inquired with the Arizona Cardinals about trading up to the third overall pick. So that would be interesting. See,
1: it's all if- mock today. I think it was Kuiper that had the Titans moving up, taking Richardson at three.
0: So that'll be interesting to see if any QB needy teams trade up all the way to the third pick for that. Um, but yeah. So mock draft season coming out. Uh, we'll have our mock draft. On Friday, our official one, and then we'll review some others before the draft. We got 17 days, Chris. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of the best times of the year to be a sports fan. When the draft hits, we'll be in the baseball season. We'll have NBA playoffs in full swing, and the draft, which is ooh, what's that sound? I
0: don't know. Sounds like your mic was just creeping um, a little
1: bit. And then the draft, which is the best part of the offseason for us.
0: Yeah, and the draft. Oh, I'm very excited. It's funny. The draft is also like the first day of free agency because there's just a bunch of trades, a bunch of news. you are always on Twitter that day. So I'm excited mm. to see what, what happens if more trades happen. And, um, yeah, I guess it was good by Devin White to get the trade out, the trade request out before the draft. You know, he's like, oh, perfect timing. Oh, yeah. So they get they get a nice two weeks to to try to find a new home for him. All right. Is it NBA time, or you got anything else on the NFL?
1: Uh, the commanders had to pay uh, season ticket holders in the lawsuit they lost. So they owe 200000 to fans and 400000 to the District of Columbia for some reason.
0: I didn't even play in D.C. That's weird.
1: No, I don't know. I don't know how the city got some of that money, but it's, it's, if it's coming out of Dan's pocket, then that's fine with me. That's fair um, enough. They, they previously settled with Maryland. Had to pay the state two hundred fifty grand. Man. It's paying out of the wazoo for everyone. Apparently they were withholding security deposits. I don't know why you need a security deposit for season tickets. What is that deposit covering?
0: And what security is that? FedEx? The seat. <laughs> the seat that fell on Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah, Maybe right. that's it. That's why they so,
0: withheld the the, the The sewage. Thing, the boy. sewage coming down from the top. Maybe that's it. I mean, we could we could name a <laughs> bunch of things. I guess. Uh, I don't know. That is weird, though. That is definitely weird. Any update on the ownership? I haven't
1: heard anything recently. I haven't heard um, it either. Have. I feel like Bezos is just lingering though. It's like the
0: shadow in the back. It's lingering. Yeah. Lurking.
1: Um, yeah, I haven't seen an article about it in five, six days.
0: Alright, well, hopefully that gets taken care of. Alright, I'm patient. Day. Yeah. I'm
1: patient. As long as it happens.
0: Alright. So, NBA time. Today is the start of the play in. The seven seeds are going at it today for their chance in the NBA playoffs. And we have tonight, we have the Hawks versus the Heat and the Timberwolves versus the Lakers. As a Celtics fan, I want the Hawks to win. I want the Hawks to win very badly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, So I will be rooting for someone I have never rooted for in my life, uh, Trey Young. And hopefully he can kick. Kyle Lowry's fat ass out of the playoffs. <laughs> I, they don't even need to be, I just need them to be the Not face nice. of the Let's kick him out was, of the- That was mean. That was mean, but it's That's true. Mean. It's true. God uh, this, this heat team is Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, and then a bunch of washed up scrubs or, uh, or undrafted players. I mean, Kyle Lowry, we just mentioned, Victor Oladipo. Kevin Love's on this team, Cody Zeller, Duncan Robinson, who doesn't get any minutes, and I, I'm i still scared of them somehow. It's just Jimmy Butler. I, I know it's a that— It's Butler factor. Yep. It's with, just that guy. If the Celtics have to play him, which it most likely will turn out to be that way, they Jimmy Butler's going to be going full force. He missed that last shot to take him to the finals last year, and I just can't keep mm. that image out of my mind. Um. And then there'll be talks of oh the Celtics are they gonna get upset in the first round and I just don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it people <laughs> I just want I just want to pad to the championship is that all is that too much to ask for, um, but, so tonight Hawks Heat start at seven thirty Lakers Timberwolves at ten Lakers Timberwolves is gonna be a great game if you remember Chris D'Angelo Russell, uh Jared Vanderbilt. And Mr. Is it Malik Beasley? Yeah, and Malik Beasley was all in the Timberwolves. They were all there to revenge game for them all. And I, I just, I, I'm excited to see LeBron in the play-in. Uh, hopefully, he gets his chance to get in the playoffs. It'll be sad if they lose this game. And the Timberwolves. Did you hear what happened with the Timberwolves, Chris?
1: Yeah, I was about to say they're going through some
0: Yeah, some troubles uh, of their own. Well, team
1: chemistry issues, maybe.
0: Right before the playoffs to get the kinks out. Uh, so if you missed that story, Rudy Gobert suspended for this game. And why might you ask? Because he punched Kyle Anderson on the sidelines of their last regular season game. Uh the quotes were Rudy Gobert, uh Kyle Anderson said to him, Why don't you go out there and get some blocks. He looked at him and said, Why don't you go out there and get some rebounds? Uh then they got in a little scuffle and they were holding Rudy back. He got his long arm, punched him right in the shoulder. Um and now he's suspended for the the play in game. This already was going to go down as one of the worst deals in sports history of trade Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves. And now it just looks even worse It'll be funny. I like. I kind of want to root for the Timberwolves because it'd be funny just to see them. They lose Rudy Gobert and they're like, "Ah, we're fine. Like, that we'll be just be fine." fine. <laughs> so that would be funny. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, another player on the Timberwolves, leaving that game decides to punch a wall and break his hand, so he's out for this game. Uh, so just great things going on in Minnesota, and they they seem ready for the playoffs. So. That'll be interesting to see how their team even operates tonight, and let's see how they do against a Lakers team who is hungry.
1: Yeah. Um, I was distracted because I was looking at this article of why Gobert gained respect from Draymond over the punch. (laughs) Apparently Kyle Anderson uttered some words to Gobert that a lot of people think. Doesn't really make any sense. Uh, he said I personally think Rudy Gobert's a little on the softer side, but he gained a little respect for me because he stood up for himself. I've never seen the guy stand up for himself.
0: I Draymond needs to shut up. I hate that <laughs> like he also so Draymond uh well actually Rudy, when Draymond punched Jordan Poole, tweeted out I think it was like insecurity speak the loudest or whatever. Something Security like is that.
1: always loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then Draymond, after this punch, fired back, said the same tweet. Oh. Um. So Draymond's back. He's ready. He's ready for the playoffs. They made the six seed. They're not in the play-in. They will be facing the Phoenix Suns in the first round. So Katie, revenge. Actually, no. Sorry. Uh, they're, they're were playing the Kings. The My bad. My bad. They're playing the Kings. Kings. So that sucks for the Kings. You finally that make the playoffs. Man. You get there, not even – you don't even sneak into the playoffs. You go in as the three seed. You make it. You're – this is the best team you've had in 10, 15 years. Um, and here you – actually, what is it, 17 years? They didn't make the play- Yeah, best team you've had in 17 years. A lot. And now you're up facing the champion Warriors. That just sucks. That just sucks because they yeah,
1: – I mean, well, be the best. You got to beat the best. I guess.
0: Yeah, right. that's true. It'll be interesting to see how neither team really has great defense, so it'll be an offensive battle between them all seven games, and the Warriors are, I'm pretty sure, favored to win that series.
1: Sure they are. I saw the Kings are only one-point favorites in Game 1, and they're at home.
0: Did you see one, one bright spot for uh, for Sacramento? Did you see that the... Tickets for Game One and Game Two compared to Game Three in the Warriors is I think it's like three hundred four hundred more dollars. So good for the Kings. They're getting Free their, Sacramento. Yeah, they're getting their fan base back. Uh, hot commodities in their playoff push.
1: I I hope. Really.
0: Of course, as a Boston Celtics fan that now hates the Warriors, I hope that the Kings run them out of the building. It would be so much fun to see Mike Brown. Coming out of the Golden State Warriors system, coming out of the Steve Kerr family tree, whatever they call those coaches, and then going and beating their older brother in uh, Mm. San Francisco, that would be fun. That would be really fun to see. That would be cool. All right. So tonight, our picks, what do you have?
1: Um, I think I'm just going to go with the favorites. Um, I can't see any way that Jimmy Butler loses a playing game. Um, this, I'm just not scared of this Hawks team. Sorry. But I think you're going to get stuck with them. Uh, and then, Timberwolves. you could kind of say the same thing about LeBron. Like, there's no way LeBron is going to lose a playing game. I know it's not technically an elimination game yet, right? It's just a 7-8 game. Yeah. Still, like is Lebron really gonna lose to this timberwolves team is in shambles at home can't happen
0: yeah if if you were to put uh bets on it, that's probably the best two bets um i I am gonna parlay the Hawks and the Lakers because that's what I want to see happen, and I think the Hawks do have a chance I mean. They they just gotta get get hot at the right time. Trey Young in the play in uh has played really well. He has the second most third most points in play in history for whatever that's worth. Um I think he dropped thirty six or thirty seven last time they played. So hopefully that uh that comes in, he 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 balls out. I'm the I'm the biggest Trey Young fan today, so Hopefully they get it done. I, You're right. I don't really see it. They do. Like, I think, honestly, the two rosters, back-to-back, they probably have a – like, they probably have better players besides Jimmy Butler. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Besi- but, the, as you said, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs, he turns it up every time, and he he's not going to let them lose. So, if you, you think the Hawks are going to win – I, I would expect a big game from Jimmy Butler no matter what, and they just have to they have to beat the rest of the guys because they're not going to beat Jimmy Butler.
1: Right. It's funny how both these teams that this offseason made moves that we kind of scrutinized, the mm-hmm. uh, Deontay Murray trade and the Rudy Gobert trade, both ended up in the play-in and didn't take any steps forward really.
0: Yeah, it, it's definitely an interesting uh, tidbit for it, especially because. The Hawks, they lost uh, Red Velvet to the Kings because of this trade. They couldn't pay him. They still have John Collins on this team for some reason. Um, he'll never, never get leave. traded. Yeah, he'll never leave. But oh, they have Garrison Matthews. Uh, I'm all in on the Hawks now. Certified shooter. National shooter. Yep. Uh, but, oh, and Bruno. Bunch of, bunch of your guys, Chris.
1: Yeah, Bruno had a really good game last night. Or two nights ago. I forget when they played. There you go, Bruno. That had to have been two nights ago.
0: Yeah. All right. They played the. They, let's see. Two nights ago. Uh, yeah, Bruno, 19 points against my Celtics. Good for Bruno. Oh. That game, also, last game of the season, Peyton Pritchard, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. I think we talked about that last time, but let's go.
1: I don't think we didn't. No.
0: Oh, really? No, you're right. That happened Sunday, so there's no way we talked about it last time. Uh, anyways, the end of the season was fun. It, you got to see a lot of guys go out there and ball out with their, their teams that are out of the playoffs or just getting minutes or their team's already locked in, don't want to play their starters. It's always fun to see that. I think Udonis Haslam for the Heat had 24 points or something like that. Yep. So it was, it was always cool to see the, the bench players get some guys
1: who will never leave.
0: Oh, I know. He's finally done. You know, after this year, he's done. It's his final year. This is his swan song. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is his swan song. So hopefully, it's good it, for him. It ends with him Career. losing losing to the Bucks in the first round. <laughs> All right. The tomorrow's games. We have Bulls, Raptors, Thunder's, Pelicans. Not as fun as this game. Not as fun as today. Um, it would have been more fun to see the Mavs in here instead of the Pelicans, but you know. They suck, so they didn't make it. Anyways, tomorrow night I like the Thunder and the Bulls have been playing. Zion hot. playing? No, no, no. I don't think he'll ever play again. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't see a world. I just, I can't believe it. Any reports out there? I just will not trust. Ooh, look at me. There. Sad. Um. All right. I'm trying to throw up. There it is. All right. Anywho, the Bulls—they've been playing hot recently. They have—I feel like they just have a better roster than the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors, really—they don't like—they're all right. They stink. Yeah, they got a lot of guys who who put up numbers, uh, and you don't really know who's going to pop off. But they don't have that one star, which the Bulls do in uh, Zach Levine. So that and DeRozan. So, I feel also, like...
1: Yeah, DeRozan going back to Toronto.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing game. And can't forget about play-in P, uh, Patrick Beverly. This is <laughs> this is his time to shine. He will not let them lose in the play-in. And honestly, if it comes to the Bulls versus the Hawks in the next play-in round, or the Bulls versus the Heat, uh, Pat Bev's, they're sneaking him in. So, I'd be scared if the... <laughs> If the Bulls won and whatever team faces them, playing P is the
1: – i mean, he's
0: this is his time to shine.
1: I agree. I'm all it, yeah. I'm all in on the Bulls now.
0: You forgot about playing P, didn't you?
1: Did forget about playing P?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bulls Raptors, I feel like will be an interesting game. Thunder Pelicans, it'll be interesting to see Brandon Ingram, you know, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas. They have some good guys on their team still, but without Zion, they're just not as fun. And I, this Thunder team
1: is. Love this Thunder team. I do,
0: I do. I was playing, I was playing. So I was playing two K last night against my roommate, and he had the Thunder, and he's just like half the guys on the team. I just don't even know who they are, and I find that hilarious <laughs> that they're in the play in, and lots of other teams who made drastic moves to move up have not have not made it. So, they got shy Gilgis, Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams, um, and then a bunch of guys that you have probably never heard of. What? Isaiah Joe, Trey Mann, Dario Sarge is on this team, Poku.
1: and Wiggins.
0: Aaron Wiggins. They, they don't have a center on their roster. They're like, it's Chet, and Chet's not playing. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to see them in. I'm excited to see what Shea does because I think he is the best player on the court in this playing game. And I don't know. I think it's kind of. I think they're they're not favored, right? They should be.
1: No, Um Kings are five point favorites.
0: Free money, right there. Free money. I'm taking. And that they're
1: up. plus one eighty. Yeah, I like points.
0: Nah, plus one eighty. Let's take it. Uh oh, hit them and the Bulls plus one eighty each. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> so makes make you some money there. Uh anyways, then they'd have to face so how this works, then they would have to face the loser of tonight's games, both those teams. And my prediction would be Thunder Wolves and I guess Hawks Bulls, but it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun, it'll be interesting. The Raptors are they they're the worst team out here. They're, they're not like, fun. They're not fun. I just fun. don't want to see them. Yeah, no, they're, not they're not fun, fun at
1: all. <laughs> um, the opposite of fun is.
0: No, it's funny. Like the only team I'd rather see, I guess maybe maybe the Wizards would be more fun, but the Magic. Oh. Yeah, you're you're glad that the Wizards are are out, so that's all right. Wizards had
1: a nice end of the year. Got, I think they're tied with the Pacers for sixth, the lottery. So there's gonna be a coin flip. Love Determine it. who gets the. I think it's seven point five percent. Love that it. I'll
0: take the seven point five. We've seen. We've seen. Uh, I'll take it too. We've seen lower odds get number one.
1: So and I'll like I'll take the six pick too.
0: Speaking of your your Won't Wemby greedy, or not Wemby your Wizards, uh, sorry just rolled off the Wemby. tongue your Wemby Wizards, <laughs> um Wemby the Wemby Wizards, uh, Porzingis at his exit interview. Came out, he said it might not be a hot destination for a lot of people, but love D.C., want to stay in D.C. So it looks like you guys are going to keep Porzingis. I like that. I like Porzingis. I think he's a, a, a decent enough fit, you know? You don't want Porzingis, though? Any of them. Just want them all gone? I
1: think they should sign a contract, yeah.
0: What about Denny? Denny had a good year. i keep Denny. All right. Denny's the only one that matters. Uh, But anyways... The Wizards, Bradley Beal came out. He said, "If you want, if if I wanted the trade, you would have heard about it already." So I guess he's still locked in. I mean, how could you not be? He's getting so much money for no reason. Um,
1: I think Davis had a good end of the year, also.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Corey I know, like, Kispert.
1: Why he didn't play the whole year?
0: Him, Kispert, Denny—they all had a great end of their season. Uh, maybe, maybe something to build yeah, Kispert off. It
1: was good. But shot 42% from three, which is all you need him to do.
0: Yep. Did you see his quotes in his exit interview?
1: No. <laughs> he
0: said that, uh, for some reason, I was getting a ton of Wizard stuff on my Twitter, by the way. But I was fine. I was fine with it. Um, Corey comes out. He says that there's just no direction on the team. They don't really have a uh, an identity. He said they were working on it towards the end of the season, but... They need to figure out their identity, figure out who they want to be. And, I mean, I 100% agree with them. They haven't had a direction in 10 years, 20 years. But
1: Yeah, that's uh, not really news to anybody. No,
0: no not at all. But, uh, yeah, good end of his season, good end of Johnny Davis' season. And we spent too much time on the Wizards.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, it's my favorite part of the Wizards' season, which is the offseason season.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's maybe see if, some see hope. If I'll
1: care about next season. Yeah, maybe there's some hope last year. The season was over in June. <laughs> July,
0: right when you re-signed Bradley Beal. That was when it was over. Um, yeah, so Correct. hopefully some hope with the Zards there. The playoff locks that we have so far. So we have the Sixers facing the Brooklyn Nets. It Feels like we've known that for a little bit now interesting team to go against the nets they i i was a little high on them because of their their record and how they were playing but if you look at it without Kyrie and KD i think they were like 13 and 17 or something like that so they really weren't all that they have a fun collective group of players that could hopefully give the sixers a little fight but you know the sixers this is their this is their year really they they should try like this is their year to win a championship and that uh it'll be interesting first round, but the Sixers should take care of business so any
1: Yeah, I would be shocked if this if this turned into a real series. Alright And the Nets like I props to the Nets for keeping it together after losing Grant and Erwin. like to finish I thought that they wouldn't as soon as they got rid of those guys I thought they were just gonna tank. Um prop to those guys.
0: Yeah, it seems like a team. This is the, the yeah, and it seems like a team that this is like perfect for the play in. Like this is a perfect play in team yeah. to get in there, and they snuck past. They didn't have to play in the play in. So you're right. Props to them for for not having to play in the play in. And specifically, McCall
1: Bridges, who's been awesome. He's been so good. This team. He's become like the face of the team.
0: Yeah, and so de- deservingly so. Uh they they're gonna be. That's gonna be a fun off season because there's a lot of like good players on this team that you would ha- that you would want to have on your championship roster. I mean, Mikhail Bridges, Cam yeah. Thomas when he gets minutes is fun. Uh Nick Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, Cam Johnson, e- the corpse of Joe Harris, Seth Curry, uh Dorian Finney-Smith, all good players that will that have good minutes and it's kind of like a tryout for who wants to trade for me. That's what it seems like to me. But uh yeah, basically they have a good infrastructure. Plus
1: 560 to win this series.
0: That's it? I thought it would be, like, plus 1,000. 560? <laughs> Seems, like, low.
1: is are minus 800.
0: That makes more sense. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the Cavs, Knicks is the next series. We kind of previewed it a little bit, but one thing I totally forgot about is that the Donovan Mitchell team that everyone wanted them to go to over this last offseason was the New York Knicks. So, it'll be a big yeah, That's true. It'll be a big what if they ever tra- if they lose to them and they could have traded RJ Barrett and a couple other things for him. Uh it, him versus Brunson will be a great battle. Julius Randle versus the front court of Cavaliers will be a great battle. I see the Cavaliers squeaking it out, but I could see this game this series also going to 7.
1: Yeah, this seems like the most likely one to go to 7 out of the ones that we have set right now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, you know, last time we were drawing comparisons to that Hawks-Knicks series it was, like, the first time they had made the playoffs in a while. Uh, you it mean knicks hawks Sorry.
0: Knicks-Hawks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? You said Bucks, but it's alright.
1: Oh, my bad. Um, but yeah, this Cavs team just feels, like, a lot deeper than the Knicks are. I feel like the Knicks are just very, very top-heavy with Brunson and Randall.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that their biggest weakness is their small forward spot. It's Karis Levert. It's Senni, uh, Senni Oseman, uh, Isaac Okoro, all decent enough players. Not anyone that's going to scare you, but their front court in Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, great. Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell are also are a great, great duo. Uh, Danny Green. I mean, just championship player off the bench, um, He's been in a lot of battles, so that's always good to have for a young team. And you're right, the Knicks. I mean, they have quickly who's popped off this year, Quentin Grimes, who's had a great year. Josh Hart is going to be, uh, uh he's going to be a good playoff guy. And then Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Harkenstein have been good. But you're right, they have. I mean, Obi Toppin's really giving you nothing. Evan Fournier doesn't even play anymore. Derek Rose doesn't play anymore. Um, and then there's just a a bunch of scrubs so it'll be a fun series interesting series i'm ex- as i said last time i'm excited to see what the knicks fans do now that they're back in the playoffs and hopefully they lose their minds because that's always fun for the nba it's always fun they when will. the knicks are there
1: yeah. this yeah and we i know we've said that a lot of times but you have basketball at the mecca yeah the playoffs like that's good for the nba yes the, the most passionate fan base in the yep. playoffs. it always makes it more fun
0: Alright, the last playoff matchup that we haven't talked about that's official is the Suns Clippers. You have KD versus Kawhi. Uh, Paul George, I, I heard, was missing game one, but may be back for the rest of the series. Let me look it up to confirm. Playoff P. Yeah, playoff P. Uh, so he will start out of the series for, for game one, but we'll have Kawhi, Russell Westbrook, that deep clippers team and mm-hmm. verse uh, a very thin suns team but a kevin durant led suns team uh kevin durant devin booker chris paul ayton uh that's really all you need to know i mean you have josh akogi playing minutes for them campaign off the bench they still have tj warren which i don't know if he's done anything this season but
1: uh, anything since the bubble
0: uh, he's done nothing this season. Last three games, he didn't even play. He played 11 minutes against the Spurs, zero point. He's done nothing this season. But, they, uh, so they have a thin team. It'll be interesting to see if depth really matters here because they have probably the least amount of depth in the league for a championship contender. And it'll be interesting to see if Kevin Durant can stay healthy. And they haven't lost a game with Kevin Durant. But if you look at the games that they've played, they haven't really played anyone good with Kevin Durant. And I'm I mean, I'm just excited to see Kevin Durant in the playoffs. Him versus Kawhi is going to be a great matchup. Mm. Kawhi in the playoffs is also another thing that we haven't seen in forever. So let's see if the the Clippers can get over the hump and the Suns will stay true to their championship odds.
1: Yeah, I think the Suns team is just too has too much firepower all around. This is the best team in the Western Conference, and they're at the four seed. Yep. So the Clippers kind of got a raw deal getting them in the first round. Um, I think it'll be competitive, but I don't think it'll get to seven games.
0: And it's funny. So the Clippers were trying to jockey their playoff position to avoid the Suns, from what I believe. And they they the only reason why they're the fifth seed and the Warriors are the sixth is because the Warriors have lost, I think, every tiebreaker to all the top teams in the West because they can't play on the road.
1: Oh, no, they're atrocious.
0: It'll be interesting to see back to them and the Kings. Because the Kings are so close, maybe it's like, I ah, barely even a road game. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll... I don't think so. You don't think so? You think the I mean, the the? has Sacramento... been so long
1: for the Kings. I think they'll show out well. Oh, yeah. I don't know so. how they do normally in terms of like attendance and ratings, but like with any market like if you miss the playoffs for twenty years, the first year you get back, you're gonna have yeah. fan support.
0: Oh definitely. No, yeah, yeah, That's that's not what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about like the uh maybe their away presence was so bad because of the travel and half their players are old. Oh uh, yeah. That could have been it. But <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see when that playoff series starts. So Speaking of the West, with the last two matchups that we don't have, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets, what a what would be your favorite matchup for the Nuggets coming in to the playoffs?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Lakers versus anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Favorite matchup, but they're they'd be more likely to get the Grizzlies, correct?
0: If they win tonight, they will have get the Grizzlies, yeah.
1: Right, and then. I don't know. I mean, the other three teams in the West, I guess the Thunder is the team that I want to see the most because you'd have, like, the up-and-coming young stars um, versus the team that's been there before. has been top three seed the last few years, MVP, Jokic, so I think that would be cool. Go right away, like, alright, you made the playoffs, now here's Jokic.
0: Yeah, now here's your here's your, here's your shot. Like, here here's yeah, right.
1: the... Uh... We just yeah. talked about how they don't have a center and <laughs> went up against... The best centers of the league.
0: That yeah. would be interesting. That would be super interesting. That'll be a nice, like, as you just said, here's the playoffs. Enjoy it. Get the get the growth yep. that you can in these games. Um, the Pelicans would be fun if they had Zion. I feel like that would be the best matchup if they had Zion, but of course they don't. Uh Timberwolves would be interesting because of if Rudy Gobert comes back and they have Carl Anthony Towns and a bunch of big men to match against, match up against Jokic. That would be interesting. But I don't see any of these teams really giving the Nuggets a shot. Besides like besides the Lakers, I guess. Which have Anthony Davis. They have a, the guy to go up against Jokic. And they're going to be, as we said, hungry. But them against the Grizzlies would be the most fun to me. The Grizzlies lost Steven Adams for the playoffs. They signed Kenny Lofton Jr. as his replacement. Uh, the G League MVP, by the way. But, uh, I mean it would be interesting to see them uh, a nice, again, a young team who we've seen in the playoffs before we've seen them win a couple playoff series. And now it's like, all right, you, you finally do well in the regular season. Here's LeBron James. You're muted, by the way.
1: All right. There's no, drilling mean. in the back. I mean, <laughs> God, there's a lot of maintenance uh, going on up, around I, you. Oh, I know. Um, I just looked up, and he lost in Jr.
0: Yeah, he's the big boy.
1: Uh, forgot about him. Yeah, He's the big boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Lakers would be awesome. Um, I guess the whole like jaw thing is just kind of passed over, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. He, I mean,
1: he's like, move on from it.
0: Pretty much after his counseling in in Florida for a couple days. Uh, I guess that was it.
1: I guess it's a good sign that they were able to stay together. Like I said, with the Nets, I guess it's a pretty different situation, obviously, but they were still able to get the two seed going through all that. Um, Hopefully he's got his act together, because that could be a great series. I think the Lakers might end up being favored that series, as long as Anthony Davis doesn't get hurt in the playing game. I I do want to see the odds for
0: whoever the Lakers face, because... The Lakers are so hot right now, and there's so many people saying they can make a deep run. That I'm sure mm-hmm. Vegas, the, the odds are not going to be. You're not going to get any juicy money or money lines on on the Lakers there.
1: Oh, they're going to get some crazy inflated odds.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely, and that might be good for if you want to bet Memphis. Yeah. Good little, good That's little
1: right. switch. Dude, there will be value there for sure.
0: Definitely. All right, Bucks. What's the best team that you would want them to see face? I guess it would be the Heat. Like you, Bundle the Iver. Heat,
1: of course. because
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, then they are not playing the Celtics. But, uh... Yeah. I think right.
1: Heat-Celtics would be cool because it's a rematch from last year's series.
0: It wouldn't One be cool. Seven. It would be stressful.
1: <laughs> it would be cool. It would
0: be stressful.
1: <laughs> For everybody outside of Boston, it would be cool.
0: All right. That's fair it's definitely fair. It would be the best matchup. it would there would be there's a lot of playoff history, not just last year. if you remember in the bubble, the heat beat us to go to the finals and face yeah, the Lakers. Right. Uh, we faced in the playoffs multiple times when LeBron was there, um, and now this new new rivalry with Jimmy Butler is is in full force. It would definitely be the most fun matchup, the Celtics versus the heat. It would be a, sadly, it'll probably be a long series that's painful to watch, and that I'll just cry my eyes over if they lose, but all right, then I'll go with the other picks, the The Bucks-Hawks would be fun, they had history back in the, the Eastern Conference Finals, back when the, the Bucks won, so that would be a little added to the rivalry, a little Trey Young uh, against Drew Holiday, against, uh, you know, then you have Murray there, It'll be interesting. I think the Bucks, no matter who they play, are taking it in four or five.
1: Yeah, I think they sweep everybody. Yep. I think it, it really does not matter. My opinion, at least. Oh, so, prove me wrong. Those Raptors are Hawks. <laughs> or
0: Hawks. Or the Heat. Very, or the Heat.
1: Very low. Or the Heat, yeah. Or, or the, the Heat. heat. Uh, all right. In yet.
0: So, we have plenty more time to talk about these matchups. More actually besides just guessing or hoping what we want, they will be locked in by Friday. We'll have the whole bracket. We'll run through the bracket. Um, and I'll try to be as unbiased as I possibly can be. But that's uh, that's what the, the NBA play-ins look like today and tomorrow. First round Saturday. Excited.
1: Oh, it's... it's Exciting.
0: Playoff basketball is one of the best playoffs in sports. Yeah, I, I can't... I, I'm not going to take any criticism otherwise. And uh, I'm just excited to see some great teams play against each other. Alright. College corner.
1: Do it. I don't I don't really think I have anything, to be honest. I'm going to the baseball game tonight. We got Georgetown coming to town for the second time this year. Um kind of figured it out. The baseball side. They had a, they had a rough start to the year. I don't know where we're ranked. But they've been they've won like four or five series in a row they've they've recovered from a rough start so i'm excited to get back to the game good good i'm glad is that is that all you got i mean we're just waiting on dickinson oh dante scott's coming back there you go it took him a while to make that decision but yeah so now we don't have to get another power forward in the portal that actually is that's pretty big news
0: perfect power forward to pair up with dickinson
1: that's right. Do you Actually, wanna he'll probably play the three if we get Dickinson? Do you wanna tell the audience he'll play the four then?
0: Uh what what you texted me come <laughs> yesterday morning?
1: So I tweeted out I tweeted at Hunter Dickinson that I the first drink at Bent, which is bar here, that his first drink is on me when he commits. Then I started and like creating this fantasy in my head in which he actually takes me up on my offer and then we become like best friends. <laughs> then he like gives me insider information about stuff, and then like becomes a recurring guest on the podcast and he wears a wise guy's tank top during warm-ups. Uh, it got a little out of control. And then I had a dream about it last night that he was visiting and I saw him. But my dream was at Southover High School. I was playing basketball, and I, like, went outside for water, and I saw, like, a group showing him around. Oh, there you go. I was like, you guys know who's here? It's Hunter. (laughs) So, it's getting, I have to, like, take a break from it and just ignore, like, stay off 24-7 sports and, like, try not to use Twitter as much because it's, like, I don't know when it's going to happen. I think he's probably going to release a list of schools pretty soon. But I can't, like, can't let this run my life, you know? So, I I got a text yesterday at 5 (laughs) p.m.
0: I'm having fantasies about Dickinson responding to my tweets and then us (laughs) becoming best friends. And then just a minute later, nothing like the college offseason.
1: It is because it's all speculation.
0: Well, what concerns me, did you just wake up from a nap and your nap dreams are about Hunter Dickinson? It's not even your no, it was because like I. T-
1: it was because I tweeted at him, and then because I thought it was funny. I was like, actually, no, I didn't go to class. What was I doing? <laughs> I know, but I tweeted at him, and then like my mind just started, the wheel started turning. I was like imagining the scenario in which he actually accepts. So that's where it came from. And then last night, I actually did have a dream. It's getting a little weird, to be honest. <laughs> Especially for a guy that I hated a month ago. I know. You despised him. Oh, I'll really hate him if he doesn't come here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Enemy of the pod if he doesn't come. Yeah, right. All right. But oh. he
1: always has a an open invitation to come on the pod if he wants to.
0: There you go. There you go. Hear that, Hunter. Come on, come on the wise guys. We'll we'll get you in the right spot. Alright. On the South Carolina side, the WNBA draft was last night. Aaliyah Boston, our, our golden child, has finally graduated. She's finally moving on. She got picked number one overall by the Indiana Fever, pairing up with Destiny Henderson, who got picked by them last year. So they're back being teammates. Uh, it was great to see her be the number one pick. She deserves it. And the Fever is still a terrible name, but I will be I will be rooting for her. Fever. And, and them in the Fever. Yeah. So there are five Gamecocks selected in the WNBA's A Draft. Uh, number eight was, uh, we just call her LA, Letitia Amahir. She went to Atlanta Dream. Uh, Ziya Cook, let her cook. She went to Los Angeles Sparks, the number 10 pick. Bria Beal was selected 24th overall to the Minnesota Lynx. She fell to the second round. Big grab for the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, Bria Beal's a dog, so that's going to be great. And then right after her was Victoria Saxon, who went, 25th also to the fever. So a couple fever so a couple gamecocks on the fever. Fever. Yeah, there's a fever of gamecocks over there. Um but I'm excited to see that all of them go go to the draft. It was so wholesome seeing them all together and all of them get selected in the draft.
1: I I apologize to my women's team. We had Diamond Miller taking second overall last night. Ooh, okay. So, big night for the wise guys. We got one and two. Yeah, one and two, one
0: and two baby.
1: Uh, so, she's heading to the Minnesota Lynx, who I think is the best name in the WNBA. Yeah. Lynx. Yeah, the Lynx. Because it's actually,
0: one. yeah, it's a good name. It's a good name.
1: And then uh, Abby Myers went 11th overall to the Dallas Wings. That's so, a terrible My name apologies too. for not, not addressing that. The Wings, yeah, it's not yeah. great.
0: I like Atlanta Dream, I'm not going to lie. Sounds like a cocktail. Mystics is
1: good, too. Especially because the Wizards. It's like the Wizards oh, yeah, and the yeah, Mystics.
0: The Mystics is good. Uh, the Sparks. <laughs> it is fine. sounds
1: like a cocktail? Yeah, Atlanta the, Dream. the Atlanta
0: Dream, baby. I'd take one Atlanta Dream, please.
1: Sparks. Aces is always cool.
0: Yeah, Aces is cool. Uh, Sparks Guys, is great. really dumb. Scott, has the Connecticut Sun, too. The Connecticut Sun? <laughs> Not even the Sun. Just and the why sun.
1: Connecticut? I
0: don't know. They couldn't. They couldn't get it's, get re- is get Randy Connecticut Boston.
1: known for like the powerful sun. No,
0: no, <laughs> It's always it's always dim and grim in Connecticut. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's a bad name too. Of course, right. It's really bad. Right when it's not the start of the podcast. Of course, our internet's just great. It's great, fantastic right now. Oh yeah, we're doing fine. Uh, anyways, so I gotta
1: get it out of the way quick.
0: That's true, but we got so we you know. We we order this off importance, so it's kind of annoying. But anyways. Yeah, that's fair. Anywho, the Gamecocks, they uh they are playing their spring game this Saturday, Saturday night under the lights. Oh boy. Uh but I will not be attending, Chris, because the Gamecock water polo is taking a trip up to Tennessee, or I guess across to Tennessee, and we're we're playing we're playing in Knoxville this Saturday. Oh nice. Yeah. Some Last of tournament of the season. Yeah, we're facing the volunteers. We're actually using some of their players because only five of us are going up. So it'll be a mixed team, but under the GameCock name, that's what matters. And we're our remember, remember the my last recap? Uh it was it was against Auburn. The last game. That was the heated game. Mm-hmm. We get them first thing. First thing in the morning. Yeah. So right when we get there, we'll be warming up for Auburn. And that'll be an intense.
1: They were the uh, ones that thought they were too good to play in your tournament, right?
0: Yes, yes. So, it'll be a, it'll be a revenge game. Floor with them. I know. I, I'm worried, though. There's only five of us going. We better have a lot of good bench players because we're going to get gassed. <laughs> we're going to get gassed easily. But uh, I'll I'll get an update on some, Tuesday. Some
1: volunteers on your team. Literally.
0: Literally some volunteers. <laughs> yeah, a good one, good one. That's a knee slapper right there. Yeah, that's a um, knee slapper. But... That'll Therefore. be that'll be on Saturday and Sunday. Hopefully we want to win games so we can leave on Sunday early, but there you go. That's my weekend. Hey,
1: it's crazy how like close you are to Knoxville.
0: <laughs> it's not that it's You're like not, five like, super hours close. It's like five hours. It's five hours? Yeah, we're leaving at five thirty in the morning. Looking at the map, it
1: doesn't look like it could possibly be five hours.
0: All right, let me look it up. The drive, oh, it's four and a half hours. So it's a little better than
1: five. But I guess I just don't understand distance. (laughs) Yeah, when you look at it on the map, you guys are like two hours away.
0: Yeah, when you look at a map, they look really close.
1: Yeah, four hours. Interesting. Like no highway or something.
0: It's the south. It's a two lane highway the whole time. They don't understand highways. There's a reason why they (laughs) lost the war uh <laughs> well so that's uh that's my it's my weekend i'm excited for uh some more Gamecock water polo hopefully i uh i keep up my 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 good streak. play yeah my hot streak i didn't want to say dominance because i'm not dominant Let's not good that <laughs>
1: uh, uh
0: is your spring game something that like everyone goes to normally normally it is it uh this is one it's under the lights though I feel like it's kind of weird, like it's a spring game, like last yeah. guys,
1: um, and it's like, oh, it's the start of spring, like come enjoy the nice weather and the sun, but
0: yeah, yeah, that's what it's. I, I, I think last year it was like a three thirty noon game, something like that, and it's only yeah. like an hour and a half, so it's really, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not all that, and you're seeing the two teams practice against each other, so you're not getting I, all that, but it'll be exciting atmosphere, hopefully. Uh, there's a couple recruits there, some that will see it under the lights. It, it, Williams-Brice under the lights is always cool.
1: Yeah, of course. Our, our spring game is never very exciting.
0: No, you guys don't even go to real football games. Why would you go to a spring game?
1: We sold twice as many season <laughs> tickets this summer as we did last year. So There's hope. Maybe it's, because they're
0: $99. It's the Duke's Mayo Bowl game. That's why. Real. Get the fans in there. Sure all right that does it i think hit a lot dude we were like 30 minutes everything we were like 30 minutes done the the nfl stuff and i was like man we're gonna have a short podcast and it's an hour and 15 never is anymore no no it hasn't been under an hour in so long
1: well a long time (laughs) that's
0: good that means we're having a good conversation uh appreciate everyone listening hopefully you guys have a great weekend Huh?
1: huh Stinger tuesday
0: yeah yeah i was gonna crap you're good good part all right we got one more segment, yeah, so, guys. One more segment. What's
1: on. going on? <clears throat> I choked on my gummy. Um, and <laughs> Duel does a promotion every Tuesday it's called Dinger Tuesday. Bet 5 bucks, somebody to hit a home run. And then for every home run hit in that game by either team, get an additional $5 bonus bet. Oh, we'll be giving out a pick every Tuesday for someone to hit a home run. Pick today is kind of a sleeper one. Go with Trent Grisham against the Mets, it's plus 630. He beat up on him in the playoffs last year in New York. So, see if he can continue that trend of just being the Mets' daddy. And hopefully, we cash the $25 to win like 180. And hopefully, we see a lot of home runs and then we get bonus bets too.
0: Sweet. So, what's this on FanDuel? FanDuel, yeah. So, yeah, go on FanDuel. Who'd you say?
1: Trent Grisham of the Padres. He's plus 630.
0: Trent Grisham. So that is our pick for, what's it called again?
1: Here Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best best promo I've ever seen.
0: So we'll be giving out those picks every Tuesday from now on. And uh, that reminds me, we we could do some prize picks right now for the play-in game. Do wanted that. to uh let me yeah, yeah i got something in mind so let's do it i'm gonna go as i said earlier uh trey trey young he does great in the the playoffs i gotta log in right now i'm not doing that all right well anyways i would take the trey young over on points i would take jimmy butler over on points and maybe you throw in a uh Sadiq bay three you throw in a uh DeJounte Murray I do. I don't know why. I really do like Sadiq Bay. <laughs> um throw in a, a Kevin Love, maybe assist, rebound, something like that. And we'll get something cooking. But on Friday, it is Prize Picks Friday and we'll uh we'll make sure that our my prize picks is ready to go and we'll get something
1: going. Good. Yeah, it won't be Dinger Friday. Sadly, Dinger Tuesday. I love it. Yeah, All only right. Dinger Tuesday.
0: Well, yet again, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a great weekend. See everybody on – oh, weekend. God, I think it's Tuesday. Have a great week.
1: It is Tuesday. You think it's Friday.
0: Yes, I know. We'll see everybody (laughs) on – we'll see everybody on Friday, and we'll be be talking NBA playoffs, deep dive, and maybe another mock draft. We'll see. So Actually, no, we have our own mock drafts. Damn, I'm getting, I'm losing schedule right now, Chris. I'm losing my mind. That means the podcast has gone too long. Have a great week. See everybody. Pick on the landing. Yeah, we'll see everybody on Friday.